Hey, welcome to the Fat Stacks podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic. It's also going to focus on what I do for SEO, which isn't much, and that's the point. And, but part of what I do is use Ezoic Site Speed Accelerator, which dramatically increases how quickly my niche sites load, which probably helps with SEO. So let's jump right into it. I'm the first to admit that I am not an SEO. I don't coin myself as an SEO. I don't even know a whole lot about SEO. I know the basics. I don't read a whole lot about it. I'm not, certainly not a technical SEO. Hats off to those folks who can wind up a website and look at a spreadsheet with 5,000 pages or more and try to figure out what's going on. I've never done that. I hope to never have to do that. But they are in high demand. If you like analysis and love looking at spreadsheets, uh, becoming a well-respected SEO and capable SEO can be a very, very lucrative business because the value of SEO, I should say good SEO for any business is astronomical. So it's a pretty cool industry in that way. I know enough to basically rank some content and uh, overall these days I get over a million visits a month across my niche sites so I do get search traffic but I don't consider myself an SEO and today I want to explain what I don't know which is a lot but I'm going to also explain the very little that I do know that seems to work really really well so let's jump into it let's start with what I don't know okay and what I don't do first off I don't build links now SEO 101 is links to your site from other sites helps rank your site for whatever keywords okay I don't disagree with that in fact I know it's I know it's true but I take a different approach okay so the the general approach when you hire an SEO if you're going to build links is they're going to go out to other sites and they're going to get guest posts on those sites or they're just going to pay them directly for links that go back to your site that's the practice that's what's done and it works it's you know the whole guest posting thing is a total pain and a hassle. It's not something I like doing. You can also do the outreach, which is basically begging for links. If you want to like contact 80 million websites and get 10 links, um, but you know, I don't, I don't do any of that because I'd, I'd rather just focus on content, which is really at the heart of the matter for what I do. So I don't build links. So I'm not an SEO in that respect. And that's a huge part of SEO. I don't want to learn how to do it. Uh, I know some people have built up huge systems and do it really, really, really well. And uh, I, if, if you want to do it, you can have great, great results. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It's just not part of my model, okay? Uh, so in that sense, I'm not an SEO. The next thing is I don't even know anything about anchor text, all right? Apparently, when you build links to your site, especially if you're building dozens or hundreds or thousands of them, you've got to be aware of your different uh, anchor text f- variations because Google pays attention to this. And if you veer off what seems to be a natural... Uh, type of text, hypertext in the links that come into your site, you might get penalized, right? Like if you're trying to rank for best basketball sneakers and every link you build to your site is basically best basketball sneakers, eventually that falls out of, outside of the realm of sort of a natural text for the links and you get penalized, all right? So I, I don't know what the ratios are. I don't even look into it because I don't build links, so I don't have to really worry about it. But uh, uh, you, you know, I don't even know what the variations are. So, you know, strike number two in terms of my SEO practices, this is something I don't know. I get asked about it from a lot of people. I tell them, sorry, I, I, I really don't know. You know, go go ask a 
technical SEO or somebody who does this offsite stuff and, and they'll know much better than me. The other thing I really don't pay a whole lot of attention to is keyword density. And this this could probably be something I should focus on a little bit better. I could probably make some improvements. All right. Keyword density is basically not overloading your content with your targeted keywords for an article. I do do keyword research. In fact, I do a lot of keyword research, and that's a big part of the SEO I do, is I'm looking for good topics that are easy to rank for, and that, that's 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 my MO. I, I'd rather rank for something with no links. So part of that, of course, starts with keyword research. In fact, the lion's share of it is key, you find the right keyword, you can rank for it. The, the key is is finding keywords with actual search volume that you can rank with simply clicking publish. So, uh, but when I when I get this content down and when I instruct writers to write it, or if I write it myself, I, I don't really pay attention to keyword research or density. I simply just have the article written. Now, I've noticed when you hire lower cost writers, the horrendous garbage that they will send back with, you know, every sentence starts off with the keyword. Like it drives me utterly nuts. It's it's not that I, well, I, that's obviously bad for keyword density because it's, it's like spam, right? It's a spam article. Google's like, uh, yeah, your keyword shouldn't be 10% of the overall words in your article because that just, that's moronic, right? But you're going to get this if you're not paying, you know, reasonable rates for content. I've seen it. And so, you know, if you, if you are paying really low rates, make it part of your instructions as in don't use the keyword more than two or three times. Uh, that's sort of my instructions rather than, okay, I want this keyword to show up 2.1% times for keyword density in the article. I don't do any of that. I just simply say, listen, just, just write naturally, but please don't keyword stuff and don't use it more than two or three times in, in the article because then it starts looking like spam. Uh, but there's there's probably a whole thing about keyword density. There's also a whole thing about using synonyms and covering you know variations of the keywords and then obviously related keywords and all that. That's that's important stuff. I probably don't put enough time into that as I should. Uh, but I think it's time well spent. If you if you do do that, that's probably a good thing to do for your content. Another thing that I don't do is really pay much attention to the search console, and that's probably something I should work on. The whole the whole new version is actually really slick. I like it. There's a lot of good information in there. I'm not super familiar with it. I know uh, obviously technical SEOs know it inside and out. Uh, looks it looks good. It loads fast fairly easy to use. I bet there's so much information there I haven't even tapped into. But I think uh, if you're going to get into SEO in a big way, you definitely want to become familiar with Search Console. Uh, The main reason I use it is uh, if there is any sort of glaring problems or errors on a site, you get a notification. I think that's really cool. That's that's helped me out in the past. But I don't really dig in there for keyword research all that much or looking at performance. I tend to rely on Ahrefs and Google Analytics. But I really should embrace this more. And again, that's uh, another reason I'm not exactly a crackerjack SEO. And the last thing is, is uh, I remember reading a few years ago about how infographics are like the be-all and end-all when it comes to SEO. So uh, me and my uh, naive approach to the world decided to inst- dump $4,000 US into an infographic. Yes, I spent 4000 on one infographic. And I was going to do the big outreach thing and get a lot of sites to put it on their site because it was so awesome. And then they would source my site with a link. I think I got four or five links from that infographic, which amounts to about a thousand bucks a link, which is not good. The entire thing was a complete bust and failure. I spent, it was dumb. Uh, So 
Probably it was dumb, not because the infographic looked bad for 4000 bucks. It was slick looking. I think the concept was bad from the get-go in terms of the, the, the content of the infographic was, was bad, poorly thought out in my first go, and nobody really cared. That's, that's the thing right there. That's it in a nutshell. No other webmasters or bloggers or publishers cared. It was like, uh, great, N- nice-looking infographic, but who cares? Yeah, that's a problem. That's a sign of a failed infographic. Anyway, I've, I've moved on and I do different things, which I'm going to talk about next, that have had a much better impact and results. And I get inbound links in, in droves across all my niche sites. It's not like one site is a fluke. Uh, one site does have well over 4,000 inbound uh, referring domains and hundreds of thousands of inbound links. I really care about referring domains. I mean, because... I don't know, some, some sites you get a lot of links from. So uh, it's over 4,000 referring domains, which, which, is, which is a lot. It's helped rankings, obviously, tremendously. But that's, you know, I've got other sites with hundreds of in, uh, referring domains. So it, what I do is generally working pretty well. I mean, if you, if you think about what the cost of actually going out and building all those links, these are links I, I, I got naturally. These aren't because I did any sort of link building. The cost of getting 4,000 inbound links is astronomical. It's unthinkable. I'd be, I'd be so buried in the red, the whole, whole site would be worthless. But, um, uh, you know, they just happen naturally. Now, that's not to say that, you know, starting a site and building 20, 30, 40 links, hopefully you can do it naturally and it looks good and you're not going to get flagged. If you can do that, that's not to say that that's a, that's a totally useless upfront expense. In fact, that can be really good because it really is once you start ranking content that that, that content's going to attract more links because it's it's it has exposure. Other publishers see it, they're going to link to it. So uh, sometimes it is worthwhile to just, you know, blast a couple of keywords to the top of search and you'll start getting more links that way naturally after that. I mean, that's a proof, that's a proven concept. It works. I just tend to be a little bit more patient. But what I also do is I do focus on a lot uh, lower competition keywords. And the reason I do that is, is because they can rank uh, fairly easily with, without me having to do to do link building. Now, I'm in a, a good position these days because I have several sites with quite high domain authority. And in my experience, domain authority does help with ranking for other keywords. I, I know I've, I've heard of uh, some of the folks from Google on Google Hangouts talk about that, that website authority doesn't come into play and that Google only ranks individual pages pages, I find that really hard to believe because there seems to be a strong correlation between strong, large, established, top-tier websites tending to rank really, really well without link building uh, consistently for lots and lots of keywords. So I I find that hard to believe. And and, and frankly, at the end of the day, I I find it a lot easier to rank for a lot of keywords on my higher authority sites than my other sites. So take that as you will. That's, that's, That's been my experience. And I don't think I'm the only one who would say that. So in terms of my approach, which I will call a simpleton approach is this, is focusing on attracting them with content, okay? So um, target really low competition keywords so you can rank fairly easily. And once you start getting those rankings, uh, you're going to start attracting links. And a a way to speed this up is to use, uh, you don't have to do $4,000 infographics to attract links. I find using uh, a lot of images, especially in visual niches, it it is easier, admittedly. But even if you create some cool image tables, uh, basically like you can create charts and tables in Google Sheets and uh, take a screenshot of that. You can actually 
export them as pings, which which is a neat feature. Whatever, just get it as an image, put it put it in a blog post. Other sites are going to rip those off, or they're going to reference those, and they're going to give you links. So these are ways that you can really help get natural links to your site and to various posts uh, fairly quickly. Uh, the key is though, really do your uh, solid keyword research so you can find those really low competition keywords, especially in the beginning, and start ranking some posts. And slowly, I mean, this is not a fast process. So keep that in mind, please. Just because you rank for a super low, low competition keyword, you know, if it only gets 100 visits a month, which, which is not a lot, uh, it's going to take a long time even to get a couple of links to that article. Is that right? So this is this doesn't happen overnight. But you do enough of it and you hang in there for a long enough time, the links happen to grow and grow and grow. The authority grows. You start ranking for more competitive keywords. And the process sort of uh, exponentially uh, improves. Okay, that's been my experience. So that's that's my SEO in a nutshell is low competition keywords, publish fairly good content, Definitely incorporate visuals wherever I can. Those visuals really do help. Whether it's a it's a chart that I create, whether it's an image or some cool images or illustrations I get of Shutterstock, uh, I don't rip off other images. If I want to use images from other sites, I ask permission. That saved my bacon big time uh, recently, and I'm sure it will in the future. Uh, just uh, you know, the visuals seem to really help. Even even in non-visual niches, charts and tables are so easy to create. Like they don't even have to be like super fancy or complex. Like it can be like like two two sets of statistics, like two numbers, just thrown in a bar chart, and boom, you've got you know cool table that another site might want to reference in one of their articles. Uh, a super fast and easy way to do this, especially if you have traffic, is, is just put polls on your site. And once you get a couple hundred responses of those polls, even if it's just like um, comparing two things, you're going to get a nice set of data there that you can throw in a chart or table and put it up on your site. So, And these sort of things actually do attract links over time, uh, which is amazing. And they're free and quick and easy to produce. So that's my MO. Uh, I do have a, a full-time uh, in-house graphic designer who does a lot of custom illustrations. Now, I'm not suggesting you need to go and hire somebody full-time to do this, but when you're in a position to do so, it can make a huge difference. I mean, this guy does amazing illustrations of all sorts of stuff, three-dimensional illustrations for all sorts of stuff pertaining to my various niches, charts, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It takes a long time for each one. Some some projects will take them well over a week just to generate one cool chart, but he's been working with me now for a few years, so we've, we've done uh, at least a hundred, probably several hundred of these things now, over the course of years, and these these things attract links like crazy because other sites just rip them off. They rip them off and give me a source link. I don't go after them. I don't care. The reason I put them on my site, my visitors like them, readers like them, but also other sites like to use them and link back to me. So that's my SEO in a nutshell. It's not much. I'm certainly no SEO uh, expert. I don't claim to be, but what I do manage is to get me over a million visitors per month, which generates a lot of revenue. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that that's SEO. If you can get a lot of traffic, you know what you're doing with SEO. And so instead of sort of coining myself as an SEO via as a title, uh, essentially I'm, I'm, I'm a content publisher and my aim is to attract traffic as a publisher and that's it. And that's how I view myself and it works very well. Thanks for listening.